Erev Tovim, good evening, everyone. We're in the Zerah Shimshon on Parshas Kisisa. We're in the Sefer, it's Daf Tov Shin Ayin Tes. And uh, this is going to be Os Dalid, the section number four. Uh, let's take a look at two psukim from the Parsha of Kisisa uh, that the Zerah Shimshon is going to discuss. So, Perak Lamed Aleph in Shmos, psukim Yud Beis and Yud Gimel say as follows. Vayomer Hashem el Moshe lemor, and Hashem said to Moshe, saying, Ve'atah daber el b'nei Yisrael lemor, and you, this is Hashem, of course, talking to Moshe Rabbeinu, and you uh, should speak to b'nei Yisrael and say, Ach es Shabsosai tishmoru, however, my Shabboses, my Shabbosim, you should keep, ki oz hi b'ni uveinechem, because this is a sign between you, between me and between you, for your generations, to know that I am Hashem who sanctifies you. So the Zerashimshon uh, talks is going to open with uh, asking, talking about those, uh, that, those psukim and asking, it's going to ask four questions right in the first paragraph. So let's Hold on to your seats. Hold on to our hats. Pasuk, the Pasuk says, However, my Shabbosim you should keep, keep. That's the Pasuk we just looked at. Question number one. Why does it, why did the Torah uh, word my Shabbos in the plural form? And it didn't say, why didn't the Pasuk refer to Shabbos in the singular form? As we find in the rest of the Torah, right? Shabbososai, my Sabbaths or my Shabbosim in the plural form. The Zerah Shimshon says that, that should catch our attention. Why did the Torah use the plural form of the word Shabbos and not the singular form, Shabbos, which is what we're used to? Umilas ach, this is question number two. And the word ach, however, ma ba lemait, what does it come to exclude? Uh, Chazal teach us that the word ach, when it appears in the Torah, uh, is coming to exclude something. It's coming to tell us that something that you would have expected to be included in what we're talking about is actually excluded. So what is it coming to exclude here in this Pasuk about ach es shabsosai tishmoru? Now, question three. Gam yesh we also need to analyze Almasha Omru Zichronum Levrocha Baper Gimel Deshuas, what Chazal say in the third parak of Mesecha Shvuas. Shezachor Vishamor Bedibor Echod Neemru. The word Zachor, which means to remember, and the word Shamor, which means to guard or to keep, uh, were said at one time, were said in one word, were said at the same time instant, the same moment. And here, let's just uh, pause for a moment. The Gemara there is referring to the fact that when you look at the Aseris Adibros, the way they are presented in Parshas Yisro, you'll see that in the mitzvah uh, about Shabbos, uh, the word that is used is Zohor, to remember uh, the, the day of Shabbos. And if you look at the Aseris Adibros, the way they are presented in uh, Parshas Vaeschanan, uh, you'll see that the word shamor is used, a different word. So, of course, the question uh, arises, what, which word did Hashem actually say? Did he say zachor or shamor? And the Gemara answers, Hashem said both zachor and shamor 
at the exact same instant. And the Gemara comments, this is something that is not humanly possible to do. Uh, and it's also not uh, humanly possible under normal circumstances to hear two words being said at exactly the same time by the same, coming from the same uh, source. But that is in fact uh, what Hashem did according to the Gemara and Shavuos that the Zer Shimshon is bringing down. Velama dafka bedibros harishonos ksiv zohor. So the Zer Shimshon says, why specifically in the first presentation of the Aseris Adibros do we see the word Zohor, meaning in Parshas Yisrael, ubishnios kos of Shomor. And in the second presentation of the word uh, of the Aseris Adibros, we see the word Shomor. Why did the Torah split it up in that way? If the two words were at the same time, why did Zohor appear in Yisrael and appear in uh, Parshas that's the third question. And in addition to these first three questions, there's a tremendous question, a great wonderment to ask. In the first presentation of the Luchos and Parshas Yisro, the Torah gives the reason, Al Shmira Shabbos, for keeping Shabbos, for the mitzvah of keeping Shabbos. What's the reason? The Torah says, again, we're talking now about in Parshas Yisro, when we first see the text of the Aseris Adibros, it says, why, why is Hashem commanding the Shabbos for us to keep Shabbos? Because Hashem created the world in, in six days uh, and rested on the seventh day, which means it's intended to remind us to be a, an eternal a reminder of the creation of the world. But when we see the, the Aserah Sadibros presented the second time in Parshas Vayeschanon, Nosan Tam Acher, the Torah gives a different reason. And it says we're being commanded to keep Shabbos as a way to remember the exodus from Egypt. As it says over there in Vayeschanon, You should remember that you were a slave in the land of Mitzrayim. So the Zerah Shimshon here has asked four questions. Two of them specifically have to do with the Pasuk that we read here in Kisisa. And then the next two, the third and the fourth, kind of pull back to 20,000 feet. And they look down and say, actually, now that we're asking questions, let's pose much more fundamental, basic questions about the differences, or at least uh, some of the differences between two of the differences in this case, between the way the Aseris Adibros are written and presented in Parshas Yisro versus the way they were written and presented in Parshas Vaeschanon. So we have two uh, kind of localized questions on the Pusik and Parsha uh, in Parshas in our Parsha of Kisisa. And then we have two big questions uh, in that relate to the differences in the way uh, the mitzvah of Shabbos is presented. Uh, in the two different times that the Aseris Adibros are presented in the Torah. So that's, uh, that, that adds up to the Zer Shimshon's four questions. Now let's continue. V'naktim, top of the second column, v'naktim letaretz, my disalik nomine. Let us begin to answer these questions with the questions that uh, we concluded with. So the Zer Shimshon is going to start from the third and fourth question before he comes back around to answering the first and second question. So he begins, Omru zichronim levracha, chazal say in Mesechus Erevin, 
When the first set of luchos were given to Bnei Yisrael, the Bnei Yisrael were given freedom from the Yetzirahara, and they were given freedom from the dominance of the nations of the world. So the Zer Shimshon is, is bringing down a, 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 an amazing Gemara, which says that when Hashem gave the Luchos the first time to B'nai Yisrael, not only did they receive this unprecedented, miraculous, incredible gift of the Luchos, but they received the gift of not being, of being freed from the power of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah no longer had any sway over them and being freed from the power of the nations of the world. The nations of the world had no power over them. The Alehem Omar and about the B'nai Yisrael at that time in Jewish history, the Pusik in Tehillim says, Ani Omarti Elohim Atem. I said that you are like Elohim, meaning you are like Malachim, you are like angels. Why? Because the angels have no, the Yetzar has no sway over the angels, and the nations of the world, of course, have no sway over the Malachim, over the angels. So the Pusik in Tehillim uh, the Zer Shimshon says, is referring to B'nai Yisrael at the time of their reception of the first set of Luchos. They were like Malachim and that they were completely freed from the power of the Yetzir Hara and the power of the Umos Be'egel, And when the Jewish people in B'nai Yisrael sinned with the Egel, the Yetzir Hara, returned to its place, as did, meaning returned to its power, as did the Shibud Malchios, as did the uh, uh, domination, the power of the nations over the world, uh, over B'nai Yisrael. Both of those things returned uh, after the Chet HaEge. The Yadua, and it is well known, Mashikosu HaMeforshim Zichron Levracha, what the Meforshim wrote, She'im Hayu Misatvim Yisrael B'Mitzrayim, if the Jewish people had been held back in Mitzrayim, for the full 430 years that are uh, that had been originally decreed upon them, and that number of 430 is what appears in Parshas Bo, when it talks about B'nai Yisrael leaving Egypt, the Torah explicitly states uh, that uh, that they had been in a uh, in the land of Mitzrayim, although we're not intended to understand it literally in the land of Mitzrayim, but they had been in Golis, so to speak. They had been in a form of exile for a full four hundred uh, in uh, and thirty years, but they had not been enslaved in Egypt for four hundred and thirty years. So the Zer Shimshon is saying, if they that the Meforshim write that if Bnei Yisrael had been able to bear and to exist under a 430-year domination in the land of Mitzrayim, which did not happen, uh, then there would have been no nation in the world and no people in the world who could have had power over them. However, because Hashem had to take B'nai Yisrael out quickly before the full time was uh, concluded, because B'nai Yisrael was close, was a, rapidly approaching the 50th level of impurity from which Chazal 
help us understand that they would no longer have been able to be redeemed had they reached that uh, abyss, that, that, that uh, uh, incredibly low spiritual point. They were, which they were approaching. Therefore, because Hashem had to take them out of Mitzrayim earlier than originally projected, the completion of the sum that was mentioned before, nigzar alehem golios acheros, had, uh, was, it was decreed upon B'nai Yisrael that they would have to undergo other experiences of exile. As we have uh, spoken at length about this topic, bidrushim acherim and other drushos le'el, previously bimakomam, in their places. So the Zer Shimshon says, this is not a topic that I need to expound upon at length here because we've discussed it in previous pieces in this Sefer, in the Zerashimshon, uh, but he's pointing out that the, the idea that he's pointing out is that um, there was an opportunity for B'nai Yisrael to complete the entire Gullus experience of its, of its destiny had they been able to be enslaved in Egypt for 430 years. However, uh, that was not possible because of the, of the of their approaching the, the 50th level of, uh, of Tuma, of impurity, and therefore Hashem took them out before that. And therefore, B'nai Yisrael, even after coming out of Egypt later in their, uh, in their future, had to suffer Golios, Acheros, other experiences of Exa. So now let's see how the Zer Shimshon begins to use the information he developed, just developed for us to answer his questions. V'lochein, the Dibros Harishonos. In the first set of luchos, which the Zer Shimshon says are the text of which we see in Parshas Yisro, Shahayu Yisrael Kimo Elohim, when the Jews were on the level of angels, Kedirsiv, as the Pusik in Tehillim uh, states, Ani Amarti Elohim Atem I said that you are like angels, like Malachim, Mishum Hachi Shaykh Iker Shabbos. Uh, therefore, since they, the Bnei Yisrael were on the level of Malachim, the essence of Shabbos, uh, Ushmirosam, and their and their keeping of their observing of Shabbos is represented bizachor, by the word zachor to remember the Shabbos. The asay the Shabbos, ah zachor zu that the word zachor. Uh, encapsulates or or expresses the positive mitzvos of Shabbos, v'shamor lo and the word shamor to guard or, or keep the Shabbos represents the negative commandments of Shabbos. V'asei de Shabbos and the positive mitzvos of Shabbos, who l'kadsho, is to sanctify Shabbos. That's when we make kiddush, the mitzvah del rice, the Torah mitzvah of making kiddush on Shabbos. And we sanctified with what we eat and what we drink, and with the divrei Torah that we share at the meals, etc. That's all represented and included in the word zachor, the positive mitzvot, the things that we do on Shabbos to show that it's sanctified and it's unique. And the word shamor. Uh, is telling us not to violate the malachos, not to do any forbidden labor or work on Shabbos. And before B'nai Yisrael send with the Egel, when they, when they did not have the Yetzir Hara, and they were on the level of Malachim, even though 
even during the week, during that time period between the appearance at, of Bnei Yisrael's appearance at Har Sinai, Mamad Har Sinai, and the Chet HaEgel, Bnei Yisrael didn't even have to do work during the week. Not only did was it no problem to refrain from doing Malach on Shabbos, but even the regular weekdays, they didn't have to do work. Kemoshi Yelosid, as it will be in the in the future times, Dichsiv, as the Pusik in Yeshaya says, Ve'omdu Zorim Ve'ra'utzonchem. Um, strangers will stand up, will arise, and they will uh, shepherd your sheep, right? So that's the that's the nevuah about what will happen in the time of Mashiach, that Bnei Yisrael will have all of the work that they need done taken care of by others. And so too, during this time period in the Midbar, Bnei Yisrael didn't have to worry about any doing any kind of regular work that people that they might have need to, to do even during the week. The other rabbi, and just the opposite, they didn't even have to worry about trying to uh, sustain themselves with food and drink during the week. They, did, they didn't need to be involved in the normal process of plowing and sowing and reaping and harvesting and, and grinding and milling and uh, baking bread. They didn't need to do all of those uh, things, all of those activities to produce food for their families, etc., and because of this, that's why the perfect, most apt and appropriate word for them in terms of Shabbos was Zohor. It is the essence of Shabbos that was most relevant and most uh, needed by them uh, when they were in this exalted spiritual uh, state before the Chet HaEgel. They weren't focused they didn't need to be told not to do malacha on Shabbos. They didn't even, they weren't even worried about malacha during the week. So on Shabbos, they didn't need to get a special warning about not doing malacha, but rather they needed to be told how to make Shabbos special and unique, even during a time period when during the week malacha wasn't being done. So, and what were they told? They were told to make Kiddush and to sanctify the day and to celebrate the day uh, and in and all of the positive ways. Uh, that we are mitzvah, that we are commanded to celebrate Shabbos. Continuing on the bottom of the second column, Omnam, however, la'achar shechotu, after B'nai Yisrael sinned with the, the Egel, hutzrach lehazhiram al shvisa Then it became necessary to warn them about refraining from doing the prohibited work of Shabbos, the malacha. Shezehu ha'ikar hatsarach lahem le'es ata because that became the essence of Shabbos that was relevant to them at that point. They had the Chet ha, once they committed the Chet HaEgel and the Yetzer Hara came back and the Shibud Malchios came back and they did have to, uh, they were no longer in their exalted state and they did have to do uh, different types of uh, work for themselves. So the Torah says, now we, we need to tell you and the, and the uh, second set of Luchos after the Chet HaEgel now uh, Hashem says, I, we, we need to put uh, the word shomor, the emphasis shifts over from zachor to uh, shomor. Ubedibros harishonos, and in the first uh, set of the luchos, shelohayo lahem od golios acheros, at that point there would not have been, had they remained in their exalted spiritual state, that they were in when they received the first set of luchos, they were no longer, at that point, they would not have had any other um, exiles because as we said, at that point, they were no longer subject, subject to the power of the Umos Olam, to the domination of the Umos Olam. 
Tam hashabis haya mibnei briyos ha'olam, briyas ha'olam. The reason given in the first luchos, as we see in Parshas Yisro, was for uh, connected to the creation of the world. That's that is what is uh, the Torah tells us about what is behind underlying the keeping of Shabbos, the mitzvah of Shabbos. But after they send with the Egel, a new reason became applicable to them regarding the keeping of Shabbos. Now Shabbos was connected to the Exodus from Egypt. Because the fact that the Jews left Egypt at the uh, out of the correct time, before the correct time, they became obligated to undergo future exiles. And in uh, the Perakal Kisve and Mesech the Shabbos, Amrin and Chazal say, anyone who keeps Shabbos can be protected from the control of the power, the subjugation of the governments of the world. Therefore, specifically in the second set of luchos, the later set of luchos, which came after the Chet uh, Egel. therefore the Torah gives the reason, uh, this reason about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the reason that's given for keeping Shabbos. Vidayek Shapir Kra. And the Torah, the Pasuk, is very careful, lemeimar, to say, and you should remember that you were a slave in Egypt, etc. And Hashem redeemed you, He rescued you from there. With a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm. And why... Uh, was it uh, required to have a mighty hand? But definitely we need to say, because the end of the exile experience still had not been reached. And the Pasuk concludes, Therefore, Hashem, your God, commands you to uh, do the Shabbos. In order that your soul can be redeemed, Mishibud Malchios, from uh, being controlled by the nations of the world, as the Zer Shimshon quoted just a moment ago, the Gemara and Masech the Shabbos, about uh, keeping Shabbos protecting us from the domination of the nations of the world. So that becomes, that moves to the fore in the second Luchos, because the second Luchos. Uh, um, are applicable to B'nai Yisrael's experience after the Ched HaEgel, when the power of the Yetzir Hara has come back, when the power of Shibud Malchios has come back, and when the idea of leaving Mitzrayim and, and ex experiencing future uh, exiles becomes uh, comes to the fore. The last paragraph. V'zehu nami de Now the Zer Shimshon's going to get back to the first two questions he asked originally. And, he, and this also applies to our Parsha, Kosav, uh, where the Torah wrote, Ach es Shabsosai. However, my Shabbos is, Shemikra ze Neemar, Laachar Chet HaEgel. This Pasuk is, it was stated, was said after the Chet HaEgel. So when it says, Ach es Shabsosai, uh, the significance of the words Ach is to say, 
Now, these things are different. Things have changed. We're excluding the way things were before when B'nai Israel had not committed the Chet HaEgel, and they were free from the power of the Yetzirah, and they were free from the power of, of the Umos Olam. Now we're saying, ah, no. However, now, after that has no, is no longer true, keep my Shabbosim, keep my plural uh, Shabboses. Kediamrinon, as we say, uh, in uh, med, the Medrash Rabbah, Yovo Zohav Shebemishkan V'yachaper al Zohav Egel. The gold that is used to serve Hashem in the Mishkan can come and bring atonement for B'nai Yisrael uh, on the gold that the, was used to make the Egel. And, and, uh, and, and, and when we're talking about the building of the Mishkan is the subject matter of the beginning of Pasha's Kitisa, right before the Pasuk says, Aches Shabsosai, so saying, so we see confirmed that, that this Pasuk is talking about after the Chet Ha'ega. The cause of Ach, and the Torah wrote the word Ach, however, Lomar to say, now that you have sinned with the Egel, the Gorem Lachem Shechazer Yetzahar Veshibud Malthios, and you cause through this sin, you cause there to be a return of the power of the Yetzahara and the power of the nations of the world over Chal Yisrael. Atikun shelachem, who the repair, the tikkun that you need to do is shetishmuru shab sosai. You need to keep my Shabbos is plural, loshen rabim in the plural form. The amrinon beperek called kisve hanizkar la'el, because in the same uh, perek which we quoted before of Mesech the Shabbos, Chazal say, il mole mishamrim Yisrael beis Shabbosos. If the Jewish people will keep two Shabboses, Miyad nigolim. Immediately they will be redeemed. So why does it say shabsosai in the plural form? There, Shimshon says it's to tell us that now we need to keep two Shabbases in order to be uh, redeemed. Uh, before, in the first luchos, when there was no question, uh, no issue of the shibud malchios of the power of the nations of the world, uh, we didn't need to use a word like shabsosai. But here in Pashas Kisisa, after the Chet HaEgel, we need to talk about plural Shabbosim because, the, uh, because of, the, of the terrible burden uh, of the exile. And so we're, Hashem reminds us, Shabbosai, keep two Shabbosim, as Chazal tell us in Masech to Shabbos, in order to be uh, redeemed. If all of Chai Yisrael kept the two Shabbosim, then the Jewish people would be, would be uh, immediately redeemed. And so it should be the will of Hashem to bring the Geula B'meheira, to bring the, the, the redemption quickly. And Yashkoch uh, to everyone for joining us uh, in the learning of the Zer Shimshon on Parsha's Kisisan. We look forward, God willing, to learning the Zer Shimshon on next week's Parsha together uh, next week.